0: Hi, you're listening to Dr. Shemina Johnson, and this is Dark Matters with Dr. Shemina, the podcast that focuses on learning to become conscious and aware so that you can take control of your life in this very challenging world. So what do you say? Let's get into it. Guys, welcome back for another episode on the Dark Matters with Dr. Shamina Podcast. As you know, I'm your host, Dr. Shamina, so I thank you all for tuning in again today, we're going to talk about friendships, in particular, my idea, of course, my idea of friendships. So you know some of the unconscious processes of friendships are rarely talked about. In the milieu of our culture, or I think even examined by some therapists when you come to therapy. But I've come to believe that friendships are critical, I think, in understanding how positive and negative peer relationships can shape you. You know, I remember hearing Irvin Gallum, a famed existentialist psychologist, emphasize the importance of a client's early peer relationships the positive relationships such as having close friends as well as the negative ones when you have experienced bullying you know it plays a direct role and contributes i think to some of the anxieties and fears and difficulties that adults can experience surrounding relationships and also friendships so i'll tell you a little story One day I was speaking with a friend of mine, um, and I had informed her that I had a presentation and also during that same week, I was going to be a guest on a podcast, but I was a little nervous about the presentation, but also really excited. I had spent a month or so preparing for it. I was preoccupied the weeks leading up to the presentation and pretty much went off the radar with family and friends. But the day of the presentation, she sent me a text message wishing me good luck. Now, for some of you that may seem like, you know, kind of benign, you know, just such a small gesture, but it meant so much to me. Like the next time that we hung out, we went to dinner and we talked about the presentation, you know, my takeaways of learning from the experience. And in reflecting on that moment, I was truly grateful for that text because it meant to me that she kept me in mind. There were also very few people that reached out during that time as well. So what I'm saying is that the depiction of, you know, many friendships that I think are depicted through television is usually infused with a lot of conflict or on social media. It depicts quantity over quality of friendships it has recently become clear to me, although I suppose I've known it for some time, that my idea of friendship is when a friend truly holds you in mind, even when you're not right there in front of them. They keep track of the events in your life. They have an emotional investment in your future. They want to know what it, what happened to you on your job interview or how your new date went or that space where you could just commensurate about silly topics through a late night phone call or let's just go grab coffee. It's pretty much when whether you're at your best or at your worst. And in my personal experience, this type of friendship is rare. After working with clients for many years, I've learned that most people have few true friends by my definition. You know, friendship is like a love story, different from romantic love. It's very separate and unique. But making friends, when you think about it, is your first free choice that you have when you're a kid. And those choices persist into adulthood. You know, in your 20s, it seems like you live your life continually meeting new people at work or while you're out on the scene or you're going out clubbing or at the bar. Your social life is constantly expanding. Friendships form very easily. This happens in large part because your life is constantly growing during that life phase, expanding with new information and developing new friendships and relationships. Then when you get in your 30s, you often start to try strike up friendships made through other couples and if they have children, that becomes another bonding point. Through work and household responsibilities and after-school activities with children, you wake up and you wonder what happened to our friends? Like, what happened to my connection with individual people? Like, when is the last time, you know, you think of, like, when did I spend time with that friend as an individual or even as a couple? Who keeps those friends in mind? I mean, who calls on you to ask how your lives have changed, you know, like during this whole pandemic? Like, what's new? It just seems like the list gets a little shorter, right? Intimate relationships, marriage, and parenthood can take a toll on our friendships because they demand so much mental space that they leave very little room for keeping other people in mind. You know, as you age, the list of true friends sometimes gets shorter, whether that is because family responsibilities, divorce, physical proximity, or death or loss. The truth is, is a true friendship takes a lot of effort. But depending on what life stage you're in, the idea of friendships becomes even more acute. After two decades of being in adulthood, I've had friendships come and go. Some stay the distance and endure the test of time. But you learn that most people don't make the consistent investment of interest and energy that true intimacy demands. Not necessarily because they're selfish or they're shallow, but often because career or family, they do take up a lot of mental space. Or you've just drifted, you've just drifted apart. You know, some of my friendships, I like to think of them like a like a knit quilt, <laughs> and others are like loose threads. They're both very important to me. When I think, of, think back on those friendships that were more circumstantial and we weren't as tight, I'm just truly grateful that they happened when they did, because there was a lesson to be learned through those relationships. Having friendships can be wonderful and transformative. And I think how you even experience yourself, you know, it's someone who mirrors you, not in a narcissistic way, but they reflect to you who you are, a deeper sense of self. Also, they're that someone, that individual who gives you feedback, you know, it's a point of connection where you feel understood, witnessed, and connected to another person in this very, ever changing world. You know, lately, I've grown cro- closer to the friendships that I've had, and I think even closer, you know, because of the two, this two-year pandemic we've been in, when most external things have just, like, went away, I guess you start to realize, like, what matters most. We've all made an effort to invest in each other's lives, even though we're all in different stages Some of them, you know, their children are growing up or they're coupled or they're also taking care of aging parents. But nevertheless, we offer each other mutual support. But I also think it's because we really like each other. (laughs) This to me is the making of becoming like a really good friend. And as my life has taught me, it is a rare and precious thing. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Dark Matters with Dr. Shamina. Please don't forget to share this on social media and I'll catch you next time.